90s Now with Kelly Alexander and Sharon Hyland. Well, hi, you guys. Hello. Uh, two of my uh, favorite IT support <laughs> staffers. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> If people only knew what we were talking about before this show started, eh? Oh, my gosh. Super rock and roll. You know, like, how do I clear my cache? Yeah. How do I clear my browsing history? Yeah, what does oh, this mean? Google Drive is not working. Oh. Yeah. yeah. You know what's interesting is, is we kind of looked like um, the amount of people that it took to try to help Sharon was like the town trying to work on a pothole. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, did you do this? Yep. Did you try that? Yeah. huh yeah. Uh, and still we're here. Yeah. So if you guys have any, uh, you know, you send us mailbag questions all the time. If you would like us to fix your stuff, <laughs> think again. <laughs> ask us Ask us about your favorite movies or favorite songs. Anything else. <laughs> we do have uh, some listener questions. We actually have a, a couple to get to tonight if possible. So or today. Oh, I should cool. Say. Okay. Yeah. So should we save them till the end? Yes. Yeah, so we'll to... listener mailbag at the end. Listener mailbag, because that way we make sure that you listen till the end. Yeah. Or I suppose you could always fast forward t- 10 seconds, but then you'd hurt your thumb. So don't do that. Stick with us, because I would say, and I would bet that you guys would agree with me, that the description of the new memoir coming from one Britney Spears is either nerve-wracking or redundant. Mm. We'll get to that. Or uh, both. Or both. Yeah, it probably is both. You won't actually have to decide. Uh, however, if you're looking for a new home, have we got the place for you? We don't have the money to help you buy it, but we have got ideas for you. Um, we've also got more news on an album that closes a 24-year window since the last time this duo recorded. They're still together, mostly because they're married, but they haven't recorded an album since uh, 24 years ago, so we'll talk about that a bit. Uh, Kelly's going to test us with some trivia, as usual, and uh, I'll dig into a 90s rewind that'll make sure that your mindset is 90s strong. Yeah. Now, uh, we're also probably going to talk about Adam's trip, because that was pretty cool, and the live music that he saw. Yeah. In Vegas, uh, baby. In Vegas, baby. He can only give us so many details because of all the rules about what happens in Vegas. Um, well, you know what's funny? When I was coming back from uh, from, from Vegas, I was at the, um, what do you call it? The, um, Les Douanes. How do you say uh, the that border? in English? Uh, the border? Uh, customs. Customs, right. Customs. Yes, yes. So I was at the customs. And you know, they always ask you, what was the purpose of your trip? Yeah. I didn't think about my answer. <laughs> So I was like, uh, uh, pleasure, uh, 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 friends, uh, have a good time. <laughs> and I just couldn't. And he said, you know what? I'm not going to ask any more questions because what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. <laughs> have a great day, sir. And I was like, wow. <laughs> That's yep. cool. That's risky too, eh? When you make uh, jokes with the customs mm. officers. I was not trying to make a joke. I just, I froze. I was like, ah, uh, 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 uh. <laughs> Oh, good. <laughs> Yeah. My inclination is always to sort of be like, well, <laughs> and and Deb's always like, don't do that. Yeah. Don't do not do that. We're going to end up in a room. <laughs> so you survived that, Adam. Welcome home. Uh, so, th- well, before we actually start, start, we should just start with the the concert that you saw. You saw a couple. I saw, well, it's not 90s, but we love her. Katy Perry. Nice. Yes. Um, she was amazing. Uh, how do I describe this? You know, like they when you go on tour, you can't bring all the props you want, you know, because it's it's hard to travel the whole thing from mm-hmm. the city to the other. But if when you have a residency at the same place, you can right. go all out. 
And she really did. She was funny. She made jokes to the audience. She was generous of her time, her person. She blew me away. Honestly, it was, she was amazing. I have no bad words to say. I was, um, I loved everything. So bravo, Katy Perry. Yeah. Right on. Well, then you know what? I'm a kitty cat. Katy cat. Oh, well, there was there was a bunch of kitty cats in the first rows, Amazing. and they were having the time of their lives. Yeah, Would I should be yeah. fans of Katie. Yeah, Perry? I should really clarify, I'm not a kitty cat, but a kitty cat. <laughs> <laughs> no. Thanks for sharing. Yeah. That's- and she had her um, her choreographer. Um, they were having a like a baby shower because they're like um, him and his boyfriend are expecting a child in the next few weeks. Fun. Uh, so they decided to spend the weekend in Vegas to celebrate that. And she always had a she always has a, a stage come on stage and dance with her. Uh, so for that night, she uh, brought her choreographer and they did this amazing choreography on stage. It was great. Did they uh, did they say the name of the choreographer? Uh, yes, but I was it I, Nick and RJ. No. I feel like it might be them because it does ring a bell. Because Nick and RJ, uh, who we've had on Just Dance with Kelly and Tina, uh, they uh, did Katie's um, 2015 Super Bowl and are currently Pink's choreographers also. Oh, cool. Oh, yeah, it was totally them. I just Googled. It was uh, Nick and RJ? That's great. Yeah. So they're expecting a baby? That's great. I did not know this. This is amazing. Yeah. Well, unless they You're just really look like them and it's not them, but it, they, it sure looks like them. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, they've uh, they've been married. I think it's probably ten years now. They've been married, so that's amazing. Great. Wow. I'll have that's to tell. Oh, you know I'll have to tell Tina Landon because I'm not sure she knows this either. Neat. Um, you know what we did miss though, because we went on the Friday. But guess who was at the show on Saturday? Madonna. Who? No. Um, Miss Kim Kardashian. Oh. Oh. Paris Hilton. Wow. And Sia. Nice. They were all together uh, for the show. So wow. and uh, um, Katie brought um, what's her name uh, Northwest on stage to dance oh, with her. Oh, cool! So we missed on that, but hey, wow, there were, were close things enough. in life. Yeah, you were closer than we were. Here, yep. Here's a factoid, <laughs> by the way, that I just found out this weekend about Kim Kardashian. Evidently, her car collection is worth two million dollars. Wow. To be fair, you could have one car that's worth that much money yeah she has apparently yes. a, a many that are around the four hundred thousand dollar mark so i nice. have a sedan <laughs> <laughs> i can beat you on that sharon i'm currently driving my daddy's car so oh. <laughs> oh the riches of the podcast world yeah. <laughs> let let me just say not to add up to this but guess who does not have a car in the team you well, win I guess it's you <laughs> i win <laughs> Ah, all the money that we're saving. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a really solid now offering for our 90s now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but one of our favorites that actually adds some 80s elements to her and uh, a constant thread in the 90s years of our friend Kelly Alexander, it is that Janet Jackson's tour has begun. What Ooh. I find amazing, and I, f- I thought we should get to that sooner than later so that Kelly's head doesn't pop off, uh, <laughs> the idea that she's got a 40-song set? Yeah. Wow. How is that even possible? She started at lunch? 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's almost as long as Taylor Swift, who has 44 songs in her that's current tour. Wild. I applaud artists that do that. It's incredible. Yeah. Even a... their own songs that they remember the, the words and the moves <laughs> and the whatever. You know, like that's a lot. Yeah. Jan has taken no mess with this tour. And what I'm excited about, first of all, I've seen some of the costumes and she looks stunning. And she she turns 57 on the 16th of May. She looks 27. I'm not joking. She looks, um, that was very emphatic for our li- our audio <laughs> listeners. Uh, she looks fantastic. She sounds fantastic. She looks like she's having the most fun. And what I like if you're a, a hardcore Janet fan is she's actually whipped out some al- album tracks on this tour also. Ooh. So that's where some of that's coming from. And she's brought back, um, for example, Because of Love, which was on the Janet album, which is celebrating its 30th anniversary in May. So I think uh, that was probably a little nod to the fans to bring bring back a song from then. Like, obviously, she's doing some of the songs, like, That's the Way Love Goes, but Because of Love was a single, but I think she'd kind of not really performed it as often lately and has brought that back. Um, so, yeah, I can't wait. And it's funny because somebody messaged me on Twitter and was like, are you going to watch, like, clips or just want to stay surprised? When, well, that you know? was my question. What's the answer? I totally watch <laughs> clips. Yeah, totally watch because, Are you and gonna it's funny, watch like clips or like the the whole thing? Oh no, like I've watched a few clips just and and just okay. enough to sort of uh, it's really made me excited for the tour. Like I, I was already excited for it, but now it's like next level to see how they've managed to put this one together. So I'm I'm excited for the Toronto show, and I'm just so happy that she seems to be having a blast, which is great. And when is the Toronto show? May twenty third. Whoa, that's Sharon, want to drive me? <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> you should take the train yeah i don't think that's gonna work for my schedule wise because i literally have no idea how i'm gonna get there because of all the farm work but uh i think i might farm work in the morning drive to toronto see show try to sleep a few hours drive back yeah. oh my, where are you gonna sleep for a few hours i've slept in my car before when i've done janet tours so that's probably what's gonna happen you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. And then you were judging me right before this show for not sleeping in Vegas. You're as bad as I am, yeah. Kelly Alexander. <laughs> it's more like if I didn't have to get back to the farm, uh, I would like probably sleep somewhere else. But I'll probably just literally pull over at a, at a gas station, sleep a few hours and drive home. So Wow. Well, you have got to be careful. Yeah, I know. My, my mom got mad fun. at me one time when I did that and I came <laughs> home and she was like, she found out. She's like... When are you going to be home? I'm like, I am home. She's like, what? Because I drove overnight back from Toronto and she oh, was boy. so mad. Yeah, she was mad. Yikes. So she's like, if you had it broken down, like in the highway, which like she was all, you know, accurate and being mom like, <laughs> but I was determined to not spend money in a hotel room. So I drove home at the time. So, so what your plan is then to, to sleep for a little bit, then drive home and then work that day? Uh, Yeah. That doesn't sound healthy. It's not, no. (laughs) Okay, as long as we know. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Knowledge is power, Sharon. (laughs) Fair enough, Kel. Fair enough. Well, nice segue into into, uh, healthy (laughs) topic. The new Britney Spears memoir (laughs) is being described as brutally honest. Mm. After everything that we have seen... Britney wise over the last few years what's left to know mm. that's what uh, and and apparently there's a lot still to learn mm-hmm. because she talks about everything from um uh her childhood dreams her breakup with Justin which to me I think how old were they when they were a 
you know, an item. Was it 2003, the... Adam? Something like that. Yeah. I mean, so, I can check if you want. Oh, wait, 2003 he, uh, is 20 years ago. Yeah, for sure 20, if not, because he, well, actually, it would have been probably 21 or 22 because he started his solo career in, in 2003, I think, or 2002, and that's. That's when Crimea River, right, would have come out somewhere right. around there. So. so they split up in uh, 2002. There we go. And how yeah. old is she now, may I ask? Is she 41? I, I feel like so she, she was be... like 20, right, then? Kelly's right on the dot. She is 41. So she was so like... she would, Yeah, she would have been 20. Yeah. That's amazing to me. Like, I think that the, the couples that stay together from you know if they got together when they were 19 or 20 years old or younger whatever those success stories are fewer Mm -hmm. than than more common right Mm -hmm. yeah and they were especially if you're a couple in the spotlight and kids yeah it's almost like you're doomed there's no way that you're gonna stay together Mm -hmm. do we know of famous couples that like started dating in their 20s I think I think there might be like I don't know if twenties, but like I think some of the older movie stars that are even dead at this point, right, Sharon? Like somebody probably from the thirties or forties would have like back in the day stuck it out, maybe. Marriage killed him. Yeah. No, just <laughs> <laughs> Do you know who got married at a I guess a normal age, and I'm not sure what that age was, but um uh Michael J. Fox and his wife uh what's her name? Tracy? Tracy, yep. Tracy Pollen. Pollock. Yep. Pollen. Pollen. Pollen, yep. Uh, and they're still together. That's mm-hmm. many years. I think it was like the late '80s, early '90s that they got together. And, and I think still what about like Dolly Parton? Like but Dolly I think... Parton and her husband have been together forever. Yeah, yeah. And then um, isn't Willie Nelson and his lady, or did he I, cheat I think so. a lot? I'm not sure. I, <laughs> I do not know. I'll say allegedly exactly. allegedly. <laughs> well, Keith Urban and Nicole Kidman have been together for a long time. How yeah. old are they? They've probably um, been together since like mid thirties, late thirties, right? Yeah, late thirties. She, okay. she had to survive her marriage to Tom Cruise first. Right. She was married to Tom Cruise. She was. I had no idea. Well, forget about forget about that. Yeah. Yep. Well, they have, My, and don't they have like a sixteen or fifteen year old daughter now? Suri was born in two thousand six, maybe. That's not theirs. Uh, Suri Cruise. What's her name? Oh, sorry. Yeah. No, that's uh, um, Katie Holmes. Yeah. Katie Holmes is the mother of Suri, and yeah. the two other children that they had adopted. Yeah. I don't, uh, I don't, don't get me started on Scientology. It's murky waters, Sharon. I don't think that she's, maybe that's changed, but at the time, I don't think she was involved in their lives because she would have had to have left the, um, the religion. And then there's rules about that. So it's likely that the kids were turned against her. Right. Mm. But... Allegedly, Sharon. Allegedly. <laughs> That's the word we're looking for. Yeah. Don't come after me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a bunch of weirdos. <laughs> All right. There we go. <laughs> it's like I couldn't give it in. So this book, I don't remember what the um, the date for release of this I think book is. But... I don't think they put a date. I think it's this fall. She got okay. paid or she will be paid, the rumor has it, $15 million for this bad boy. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And my con well, my concern for sure she has a ghostwriter, so uh yeah. they should make everything readable, if you will. Yeah. Because when we Com- read break- compared to her Instagram captions. Yes. Exactly. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> those little- are nerve wracking and redundant. She's a yeah. little all over the place <laughs> with those with those posts. 
Well, yeah. things like, uh, you know, her story being triumphant, we know that that's true. Mm-hmm. She survived what she survived and she is where she is. The follow-up to that survival story, like Adam was saying, the Instagram posts and the and the pictures have been like, what's happening? Mm-hmm. Um, but then the description further to the book is that it's an inspiring read. They say not only because it shows her strength, but because her story is told with such style, wit, intelligence, honesty, and without any self-pity. So it'll be interesting. And I'm sure, you know, just based on the fact that this would be a great selling book if she hadn't given such intense access to her personal life. But Mm -hmm. I think people want even more now that they've got what they've got. So. Mm Good but like my question is, will she remember what happened with her and Brit and Justin? Because like I don't remember what happened in my twenty year old relationship. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, no kidding. I just remember well, I their she... denim shirt and like ensemble. Yeah. For the MTV Awards or whatever. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's the thing, I guess. The the benefit of being uh, a Hollywood couple or in the spotlight at all is that there's no shortage of people trying to get your picture. Yeah. Uh, running stories on you on like the tabloid shows and mm-hmm. stuff. So she'll have a. Yeah, fun trip down memory lane. I wonder if Jessica Biel will read this book. <laughs> Maybe she'll skip the Justin chapter. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or skip the book entirely. Maybe. <laughs> uh, you know what we skipped right over? Trivia. Trivia. We skipped it so much, I don't have the theme ready. <laughs> Wait, here we go. In three, <laughs> two, one. 90s <laughs> now. Trivia. Bing bong. Bing bong. Maybe it's just the side effect of uh, the level of difficulty of the trivia questions over the last few weeks that subconsciously I skipped over it on purpose. <laughs> yeah, but you've done well. Like you went two for two two weeks ago and you got one out of two last week. Okay. Let's do more. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> uh, so we'll start with the toughie, which is always art and literature. And so in which book by Mitch Album, and we'll spell it A-L-B-O-M, does the narrator visit his old teacher at university Sharon. on a certain day of the week? Tuesdays with Maury. Go, Sharon. Boom. Was that because of Oprah that you know that answer? I know it's because, uh, did I read that one? I've written a few, of, I've written, I've read a few of his books. <laughs> I've rewritten a few of his books. It's... <laughs> Quite a task. No, I uh, I've read them. He has such an interesting style of uh, of telling a story that it's very easy to read. I have to say, I'm not familiar with um, Mitch Album. You should. They're really like like heartwarming, thought provoking, very well told stories. Cool. Yeah, highly advised. So Tuesdays with Maury, the idea that he he reconnected with a teacher. Right, Kel? I, I, and it was long enough ago. I'm pretty sure I did not read the book, and I saw the movie, and I think Jack Lemmon was... Oh, that sounds um, right. Yeah. Maury. I also did not read the book, even though I feel certain that this was on an Oprah's top... For show. sure it but, was. Yeah. For sure. I usually read John Grisham. You're welcome. Wow. <laughs> He's my Fence. man. Yeah. Um, only on vacation, usually. So, I, <laughs> I love John Grisham, though. I actually wanted to interview him once, and, like, I don't think he really does interviews, so that wasn't going to happen. Anyways. <laughs> well, uh, you tried. Yeah, kind of like I did with uh, Mel C. of the Spice Girls. <laughs> Maybe if you get him for your uh, Just Dance pod, uh, <laughs> totally trick him. Like, what am I doing here? Yeah, exactly. ah, 
<laughs> I knew uh, I'd get you. <laughs> uh, this is a pop culture question. All right. Victoria Beckham, a.k.a. Posh Spice, was famous for wearing which item of clothing? Adam. Yep. I don't know. Jumpsuits. Oh, nice guess. No. Sharon, Sharon? you totally know this. Is it a mini dress? Well, Adam, I'll let, I'll let Adam decide if he's willing to accept that because the answer is a little black dress, which is basically what Sharon little just said. black number. Yeah. Okay, little. I'll give it to you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank okay. you very much. Your Thank streak you. continues, Sharon. You've gotten like at least an answer right the last three weeks. And today's a two for two. So <sighs> you know what that means, yeah. Adam? We're, like we're doomed next week. Okay, yeah. I take it back. I'm not giving her that point. <laughs> uh, Sharon, just quickly before you move on, I, I forgot to mention, I should have mentioned this in our pre-show meeting. Um, at the time of you being able to watch this show and or listen, our new interview with 90s Canadian superstar Amanda Marshall will be online. Ooh. So I just wanted to mention that if you are a fan of Birmingham and all the other magical songs like Dark Horse, which Elton John, do you remember went on the Rosie show and talked about her and then her album yeah. sales and everything went bananas? Yeah. And rightfully so. Mm-hmm. Elton John is one of those uh, artist artists mm-hmm. where he's he loves music. He loves the, the, he's got an appetite for it. Like he just loves finding new stuff and, and um, so that did great for her. But the idea that she is just so worthy of the praise that she would have gotten from him because her albums were great. And then boof, she was gone. Yeah. You know, like yeah. what happened? It sounds like Which there is, was legal, legal, legal troubles with, uh, was she able to give any detail about where she went or why? She, uh, she uh, didn't seem to want to hit. Not that she, first of all, she was super kind, very amazing. Her answers were thoughtful, but I got the gist like, like not don't ask it but it just felt like no so i didn't ask about where she'd been for 20 years but she is <laughs> back and in full effect All right. and and i've heard enough rumors that it it sounded like it was a like a label dispute or a managerial dispute and she had to i don't know if she had to wait till those contracts lapsed oh god is, but she was supposed to be back by the way in um just before the pandemic and then the pandemic hit and then she had to put everything on on hold and okay. so, but the interview is, is amazing. And I have to say, like, as soon as we started the interview, and I think I told this to Sharon already, I said, before we start recording, Amanda, can I fangirl for a second? And so she was like, <laughs> what's going on? And I said, I just want to let you know that I said, I used to scream uh, slash pretend to sing Birmingham at the top of my lungs when I used to drive to school in my Nissan Stanza, which they don't even make as a car model anymore. <laughs> so she got a kick out of that. But we talk about Elton John. We also talk about her opening for Whitney Houston and what that meant to her. And wow. just such a great answer on that Whitney question, such a great answer on the Elton uh, question, and even explaining what it was like to go on the Rosie show after that, because she was a guest on the Rosie O'Donnell show after. Oh, yeah. Um, and just a great story, too, about how Elton uh, tracked her down when she was on tour in Western Canada in a small town. And and the maitre d' apparently was, like, beside himself that Elton John was on the phone. So <laughs> so it's really cool. So if you head up our uh, YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Kelly Alexander Show, which if you're watching this right now, that is where you are. But Amanda mm-hmm. Marshall, uh, she'll be there for you. Coolio. Yeah. Um, speaking of uh, cool things and places to uh, live, we weren't, but I needed a segue. Um <laughs> Basically, if you're looking for a, a new home, 
um, humble abode or subtle manor. <laughs> the uh, the home owned by owned currently by yep. Jeff Franklin is for sale. Um, so by humble abode in this case, a gigantic mansion is uh, more suitable. This uh, Jeff Franklin, you might re- recognize the name from seeing it on the credits for Full House as the creator of the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the creator of this huge house, or the owner of it anyways, uh, 21,000 square foot home. And what you get with this compound uh, is a price tag of $60 million. <laughs> wow. Which is a bargain because it had been up for sale a few times prior Obviously, at higher prices. But for your $60 million, you guys, <laughs> you're going to get nine bedrooms, 18 bathrooms, a 75-yard foot pool with waterfalls, plural, uh, a movie theater, a billiards room, hair salon, and a gym. Oh, yes, there's parking also for your 16 cars. And Sharon? Well, <laughs> the cars don't come with the home. It just will, your, your 16-car garage will be able to, to house them all. Of course, the view. If you also... can find the windows in this place, there's a view. Do they also get a partridge in a pear tree? For sure. <laughs> Obvi. Uh-huh. And like I said, it's been up for sale a couple other times. And what happens is when it goes up for sale, weirdly, uh, they're saying that other celebrities uh, want to rent it. So they rent it for a month. I think mm-hmm. it's like $300,000 a month or something. Three fifty. S- something, you know, affordable. I don't know what's worse. <laughs> something well, not worse, affordable. But like... What's bigger, sixty million for the house or three fifty a month? That sounds rent? way more than sixty it's million. It's outrageous. Indeed. Wow. Well, um, what happens is they rent it for like the month, and then they're like, "Thanks." Yeah. And then it, he tries to put it up for sale again. Yeah. I think it's, it's beautiful, it's, though. The daunting task of uh, cleaning eighteen bathrooms. <laughs> no <laughs> question for you, though. Like. And we see this all the time because one of my favorite things that I love to do on my station is celebrity real estate. Like, it's always such a great little bit to just talk about because it's just so fascinating how the other half lives. But, like, it's always, like, nine bedrooms and 72 bathrooms. I'm like, how many bathrooms do you need? Even if it's just a water closet. But is it really a water closet? What is a water closet? I've never even heard that You've never heard of a water closet? What happens in the water closet? (laughs) Is that bad, like a powder room? Bad thing, Sharon. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like it. Hey, I've got a question. You come out a changed person. Yeah. <laughs> on, the other, on the article, it says, the home sits where Sharon Tate and her best friends were brutally murdered by Charles Manson's followers back in 1969. So that's the home? They raised or it. it's near it. No, well, it's- the, murder, the murder house was raised and replaced with Jeff's massive... Um, house according to the article okay but well that explains was that everything. the was that the thing that inspired it's a question i don't know the answer was that the the story that inspired uh once upon a time in hollywood yes by a uh, tarantino yes. okay cool did you see that movie i did loved it kelly did you see that I did movie not know. no is that what you said i did I not know well do you have any intention of seeing it well, considering I'm about backlogged by 14 years on movies <laughs> <laughs> i just love the way they did the movie and paid tribute to the possibilities of okay. that. what happened. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's bloody and messy and it it's totally fitting of the, of the time and of the Tarantino, mm. but, um, it's in an artistic way though. Mm-hmm. Like I, Oh, totally. Oh, yeah. And it's, and, and like the, the, that story about those murders, gruesome and Charles Manson and his followers were, 
troubled, obviously. Um, so to have to sort of kind of reroute that story in a way that I think pays respect to those that were killed, I I uh, I liked it for that, and for many other reasons. I mean, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio was excellent in it. Uh, Brad, Brad Pitt, Pitt won. He won. He won the Oscar for a supporting actor. I think. Yeah. In that movie. Yeah. Or he was nominated. Did least. he actually win? I thought. Did um, he win? I feel like Brad Pitt win. still hasn't won. I feel like I haven't seen an an, an yeah. Os- but he won oh, best. He did. Uh, let me let me check. So yeah, like he did win for once did. upon a time in Hollywood. Yeah. Wow. Cool. Oh yeah, but that's because that's already several years ago. Was that pre-pandemic? That must have been mm. right before the pandemic. Okay. Yeah. In yeah. 2020. Yeah. Because we watched it at. Uh... I watched it pre-pandemic, year. yeah, okay. in the summer of 2019. So he would have won in February 2020, just before pandemic. It's yeah. crazy how cool. the last two and a half, whatever years it is now, is like a black hole. You know what I mean? Three years. Three yeah. years now, yeah. Isn't it crazy? It's yeah. three years. Yeah. And I remember, I don't know if I told you guys this story, but when it first started in like that, you know, March and we were going into lockdown and everything, I spoke to a friend of mine who's a nurse, and maybe you had a similar conversation, Sharon, with your sister, but... My friend, the nurse, who, like, you know, they don't pull no punches. And I said, mm-hmm. yeah, well, like, hopefully, like, we'll be able to sort of get through this fairly soon. And she goes to me, no. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks and for your honesty. She was, she was right. <laughs> yeah. 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 Must have, that must have been that chemistry class I missed when they went through pandemics and how long yeah. they last. <laughs> pandemics and time measure. Well, yeah. Whatever. It's almost over. Yeah, she, she she's so like, just like, as you know, your sister is super blunt too. And like, I, it was just like that. I was like, no, this is not going away anytime soon, Kelly. And I was like, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's true. I still, uh, I'll still wear a mask going into grocery stores or, yep. you know, very public spaces yep. indoors and... You can see, and I, I'm in the minority, but, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> and you can see sort of people trying to figure out why you're still doing that. And some kind of flat out look at you weird. Yep. Like, whatever, man. What yep. if I had a cold and I didn't want you to get it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's so, Yeah. Yeah. I just had that a few weeks ago. I was at my niece's um, skating extravaganza and both mm-hmm. Elaine and I wore a mask. She wasn't feeling well, so she didn't want to spread anything around. And I still don't like being in crowds like where, yeah. like, yeah, I just want to kind of lock it down. And so all the, and they couldn't believe that there was two of us standing like beside each other with masks on. So. A crowd. Yeah. And even my mother was like, what's going on? <laughs> Pandemic, mommy Alexander. Yeah, exactly. She doesn't care. She's over it. <laughs> okay. So we're at the point now. Oh, you know what? We forgot to mention. Sorry. forgot to talk about the, uh, the new album that's coming out from the group that uh, hasn't done an album in 24 years. And I believe mm-hmm. that we had talked about it already, but it's everything but the girl. Yes. And not to rush through it, but the idea that uh, Tracy Thorne and her husband, Ben Watt, Ben so Watt. They've, never, they've not been apart because they've been married, but they did go uh, bandwise on hiatus. They still sort of explored musical um, things, but uh, everything but the girl. What was the song? Missing, right? Yep. Talk about, that's one of the staple 90s tunes. Mm-hmm. And you just as soon as you hear it. Head bob. You can hear the bass line. You can hear any version of it, any of your remixes, Kelly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it still sounds great. So a uh, new single called Nothing Left to Lose marks a 24-year, uh, the window closing after that many years. And um, 
and fun. More to come, obviously, from them. They seem, uh, they look healthy, they look happy, they look ready to rock. That's what we'd like, Sharon. Yeah, and you know what? They pointed to the idea that, the, that you know, the pandemic, as we were just talking about, sort of changed everything and, and the impact of uh, a number of things. But people want music, so mm-hmm. it's nice to probably have that feeling of being welcomed back so openly and that people are still interested in hearing what you have to say artistically. I think that's great. And uh, they've had a positive response to it as well. So they're like, yeah. just like, and they just said too that, that it was encouraging knowing that it felt kind of at ease. Right. So yeah, that's good. By the way, I actually have a, I have a nineties tune that I have to share with the both of you after. Oh, very good. You do your magic. Well, we can do a 90s rewind. That'll take us right to the heart of our favorite decade. Sorry, not the heart, but the beginning of our favorite decade, uh, which is, of course, 1990. Now, uh, here's the thing. See? the uh, There's almost like too many songs to pick from, 19, mm-hmm. from around this time in April in 1990. Uh, topping the charts was Sinead O'Connor and her take on Nothing Compares to You, which would certainly become a signature tune. Um, and at this point, we likely all know that it was written by Prince. Yeah. Uh, to contrast that level of depth, uh, question, how can we be lovers if we can't be friends? <laughs> <laughs> how can we still keep this haircut, Michael Bolton? I was so happy when he cut his hair. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> he had a lot of hair and quite that voice, right? Yeah. <gasps> Remember, Cal, we used to do, what would Michael Bolton say? <laughs> <laughs> Michael Bolton was a recurring character at the very beginning stages of 90s now, so he would field questions on uh, any number of topics. And yeah. uh, because there was no visual component, <laughs> maybe he, he would answer, answer them. Maybe you should answer one of our questions later from the mailbag as Michael Bolton. Okay, yeah, we can do that. That'd be fun. Um, yeah, because how... I've missed on all of that. <laughs> oh, I, need to, I need to hear that. This is epic. <laughs> yeah. Uh, another really cool voice from that time, still uh, still happening, was Lisa Stansfield oh. and All Around the World. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That song and her voice. Good Lord. You know Speaking of voices. Is Lisa Stansfield and uh, everything but the girl, like the two lead singers, they kind of look like they could be sisters. Yes, they do. You're mm-hmm. right. Oh, my goodness. Um, you know who doesn't look like them? Me. Michael Bolton. Or like she did then, actually, mm. um, Taylor Dane. Oh, right. Yeah. And uh, what was the song? I've lost it on my screen. She so. also has her own way of singing, Taylor Dane. Love Will Lead You Back. Yeah. Such a voice. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I could hit it. If I went into my car now and drove around a little bit, I'd be Taylor Dane. I would be her. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, great big rock sounds out of Aerosmith and What It Takes, that from the Pump album. Mm-hmm. Um, and let's wrap it up on what we would need to be to buy Jeff Franklin's home. Uh, I Want to Be Rich <laughs> from Callaway was doing real well in our, uh, in our Walkman headphones that back around this played, time in 1990. <laughs> that got played like a gajillion times an hour. That, that song la, was... La, 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 la. Yeah. Yep. That was almost totally. like the uh, the Bad Boys theme song, which also got played like a gajillion times. An oh hour. yeah, yeah. Um, so I know we have to get going. So just quickly, uh, first of all, song of the week that the both of you have to check out. Yeah, I found this out recently by accident. 
So I believe he's a remixer and his he goes by A-Lock. So A-L-O-K. Um, he, another super producer, Kenny Dope Gonzalez, worked on a song called Deep Down with Crystal Waters and Ella Iyer. And Ooh. it's like a remix of like Gypsy Woman and another hit song from the 90s whose the name of it's escaping me right now. But the minute you listen to this song and you hear them remix together, it's bananas. So wow. please check that out. Okay. So Alock, Kenny Dope, and uh, Crystal Waters. It's so good. Uh, I've got one for you guys also. I don't know if you've started watching. You must have at this point because you're Canadian. Um, <laughs> the uh, beginning of the uh, Stanley Cup playoffs. Oh, mm-hmm. There's a couple I, of really cool. I was in Vegas, so I missed all oh, of it. Oh, right. Even though I think Vegas are in the playoffs. Ooh, that's entirely possible. I didn't Mont- see any. Montreal uh, is not. Yeah. Montreal. No, they're not. They are golfing. However, um, of the montage things that they put before the first game. On Sportsnet or? Uh, would have been on Sportsnet. One of them okay. was uh, to the tune of Sixpence None the Richer's Kiss Me. Oh. And it was different scenes from over the years of, of uh, teams winning the Stanley Cup and kissing the cup and hoisting oh. it over their heads. And then the, the, the tagline is, everyone remembers their first kiss. Nice. I've got goosebumps. Yeah, oh. it was. It's so well done because it's you know the way that song sounds. It's so lovey and whatever, yeah. and they just that that triumphant look of my God, the little boy and every hockey player that yeah. has dreamt of holding the cup and them kissing it. So it was. I thought it was perfectly done. That's amazing. Very yeah, um, we have many yeah. questions, but I'll probably I don't know. I'll ask one and see how we go. So Sharon, this one's actually basically for you. Uh, how do you choose the year when you're deciding the '90s rewind? Uh. <clears throat> Excuse me, it's random, really. Um, That's and a really disappointing answer, Sharon. Well, it's random <laughs> in that, like, and I don't keep like I keep a track of what of what we cover, uh, but not in a way that's easily referenced. So it's random because I'm like, oh, I can do this. I'm like, no, you just did something like that. So it's you kind of got to go where you go. And what I'm aiming to to get at is like where we are now in the year, like mid late April to that time in that year. Mm-hmm. So it's not just a random grab of, oh, it's the fall of whatever. Mm-hmm. I want to go n- now and then. Nice. So it is random, but I'm like, I, I don't want to do, you know, 98, 99. Yeah. Yeah. I want to make it sort of feel kind of all over the place, but I think I, I think I can do that without trying. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't we do the alphabet before? We did do the alphabet before. Yeah. We did do that. That was a couple of years ago. It yeah. got so boring. Oh, A to Z. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> um, question number two is, uh, I guess, essentially for, for me and Sharon on this one, uh, because it talks about the start of the show. Uh, this is from Caroline, I believe. Why did we decide to do the 90s instead of doing the 70s or 80s, like with 90s now? Well, I don't know my the answer. answer. Why? What's your answer? Well, my answer is I asked you because it's your favorite decade. It is my well. It's a decade that that means the most to me. So I grew up uh, a child of the '90s, I would say, and so and then I asked Sharon to join along on the ride, and she agreed. So here we are. And and that do you remember, Kelly? My 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 answer at first was like I don't know (laughs) because we were like in the it's been 11 years now, so we were well into the 2000s. But Mm. my thought was like in the moment was. Is there a lot coming from the 90s? Like, I was just so focused on where I was at that time. Mm-hmm. And I grew up in the 80s, mm-hmm. technically, like, teenage grew up. Yeah. 
But then once we start doing the show and getting into the idea of doing a podcast versus doing radio, which is what we do normally, yeah, it's a different game. Mm-hmm. We have a little bit more freedom with the you know, amount of time we can talk and and all that. Um, but it, it was pretty quick when we realized how how great and resourceful the decade was and how important it was to both of us. Mm-hmm. And then to bring Adam into the fold to to have been born in the decade but then become a student of it i think uh i think there's there's every indication that we made the right decision to do this decade i think so and uh question now for adam and then sharon and i can answer this also Uh-oh. what what 90s fashion and adam was 4 so when it so so mm-hmm. adam what 90s fashion would you like to to come back <laughs> like did you like 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 uh wearing the most so probably what you was 90s a, a diaper, a diaper, a pull up. <laughs> um, that's a good question. Wait, I'm gonna Google '90s fashion. I'm gonna try something. All right, mm. give me one second. Sharon, what would your fashion, fashion revisit from? Uh... I think you would be happy if I would be able to find my uh, parachute <laughs> or whatever those pants, the MC Hammer pants. Yeah, yeah, those were something. Um, I just want to say, I, I tried Googling 90s now fashion. That was not the best thing. So okay. I took, out, I took out the now. That's more sweatpants. I'm now looking at 90s fashion. <laughs> yeah. Mm. 90s now fashion. A cotton blend. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> For me, uh, I really love, like, as we've discussed, I had really baggy jeans back in the day. I love them. But Sharon's already answered pants. So I will say back that... I was in grade nine, so this would have been like ninety two ish. Uh, do you remember Sharon? Everything was fluorescent for a while, and they, like I had, I had like these really cool purple jeans. Ooh. And like with this like yellow uh, pink shirt, like fluorescent, and like I I loved it so. But you know what? I'm looking at so many pictures. I feel like there's so many, like what we're wearing today is so influenced by. Yeah. I think we've done the cycle, right? Like we've done. Like, I think sure. we have because I'm looking yeah. at all of this and I'm like, I, I, I see people wearing things like this. Yeah. Like a skinny jean. Like, mm-hmm. I just don't want the fashion from the early 20s to, to come back. No kidding. Yeah. So I, let's bring everything back from the 90s. There we go. Because it, it looks would, a lot more. It looks amazing. Because 20, the 1920s would mean that we were like flappers, wouldn't it? Is that what do you mean early? flappers? Like a, that style of, um... mm-hmm. and didn't they have those yeah. weird like bean <laughs> bag? This doesn't say she wants it to happen yeah. either. <laughs> those bean baggy <laughs> type dresses that were like, like baggy and then came around your knees, like those like in flapper. You know, they had the flapper hat, and then it was like it was like a it was like a potato sack dress. <laughs> <laughs> It was burlap. Yeah. <laughs> That's what's different. We're yeah. in a cotton blend today, but then we'll be bringing back the burlap sack look. <laughs> I'm sure is that a sack of potatoes or is it Kelly Alexander? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so you can't beat a good hoodie. So there we are. Truth. Yeah. I love hoodies. Yeah. yeah. So we should get 90s now hoodies. We should get back to some merchandise. Ooh. That's what we should do. Yeah. 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 Especially with our, like, fancy logo that we've got going on, so. So that's enough of me. I'm going to shut up now. Thanks, all. Well, thank you for the questions, everybody. Keep them coming. Yeah. Yeah, people are super uh... getting into the 90s mailbag, so this is great. Nice. Yeah. Thanks for filling up our bag. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I gotta go uh, clear yeah. up my cash. That's all for us. <laughs> That's about <laughs> enough. Yeah. When when did they lose control? Right yeah. around the end. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Funny how that works out. <laughs> Uh, thanks, everybody, for finding us wherever it is that you do and then for uh, communicating with, with us uh, wherever it is that you do that. You have a bunch of options, so we appreciate you using any and all of them, uh, certainly one at a time. And uh, thank you for listening to 90s Now, still happening.